What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD Podcast. (laughs) Period. The girls that get it, get it. And the girls that don't, don't. What's up, y'all? How you doing? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday or whatever. Well, y'all went. Y'all was not listening to that last episode. I know we was gone for a few weeks, but no, I know that ain't all it take for y'all to hit the road <laughs> running now. <laughs> Dang, we can't say no bright. It's straight around here. Welcome y'all to another episode of OD Podcast. Oh yeah, you was just in Mexico. Y'all have a lot to talk about. Okay. You was in you was in Mexico with Flo the Millie. Yeah, yeah, I was celebrating for Millie's birthday. It was um, it was great. Um, um, I I don't want to say I didn't have fun, but you know, me, I'm the type of person where like I can't go to places more than once unless the Six Flags. Ooh, and you were Six Flags up and down, child. I don't your business. I legit don't understand why you love Six Flags. Like when I work somewhere, I think the IKEA is the only place I've repeatedly gone back to after leaving working there. But Six Flags is one of them girls where I just don't even get excited no more. But I understand that, you know, it's some people like, you know, as much as I love Iceland, if and when I go back, I have to, I need to do different stuff because it's so beautiful and I want that feeling to stay the same. But if I keep going back, I'm going to be too acclimated. And it's like that, that excitement is gone away. But I feel like that yeah. when people on the timeline goes to the same place, like I'm not even stunned a lot of places. Like, like I was telling you the other day, I'm not really pressed to go to DR or PR. Cause I'm just like, everybody going to be on the, on the, on the bamboo boat. Uh, that's well, in Jamaica. Well, um, I knew that right when I said it too, but I was going to let it ride in case everybody had it. <laughs> I've no, been to Jamaica but, too, so I've been there. But no, it was cool though. Um, I will say that Tulum is probably one of the most beautiful places in Mexico. It's also the most expensive. Yeah. Um, it's very expensive, um, which I hate because it's like, dang, you can get those experiences in different places. But when it comes to like, if you're a person who appreciates fine dining out the country, mm-hmm. like I do, um, like one of my main things going out the country is to try food that I haven't tried before and um, go to fancy restaurants and then also just be a tourist, you know? I mean, regular. That's stuff. good that you appreciate food when you travel because one thing about me, y'all got ice cream. Okay, cool. Yeah, so um, so this time when I went, I actually tried octopus for the first time. So I had octopus. Oh, really? You had it in the Bahamas? No. But a snail. Oh, my God. I didn't even eat it. You oh, did? you talking about conch. Conch. I eat conch all the time. But you know, it's not even octopus. So you've never had uh, calamari? That's that's squid. Oh my God, let me just shut up. Let me just... <laughs> so, you know, because people... No, but you're not, but you're not our person that said it. Because when I said it, I'm like... People like, you had calamari. I'm like, that's squid. That's crazy, though. Because I, actually I, think, had, I, I uh, think I assumed it was octopus this whole, all these years. All my life. It's, it's, it's squid. So squid is calamari. Um, and then octopus legs... Well, I had a octopus leg. It was grilled. Ugh. It had like um, it had it was it was grilled till it was crispy, and it had like a sweet and spicy sauce on it. It was so good. Let me tell you something. I've always wanted to try it because people that eat it always say how how better it is than calamari and how you don't have to eat it fried because calamari you can't eat it not fried. Well, I don't because I don't like that. And the calamari, I mean, what's the point? You got to you got. 
I don't, it ain't for me, but go ahead. <laughs> so, um, it was actually way better than calamari. Like, I loved it. I would definitely oh, eat it. Oh, wow. Now, uh, did you ask for it or was it just available? Yeah, I asked for it. I you're like it. You said, you're a little bit more open minded with food. I'm not. Yeah. So, I had two things that I haven't had before I had um, octopus and I had branzino, which is fish. Is that a type of fish? Yeah, the type of fish is called branzino. Um, it looks like a small trout, but most restaurants, when they serve it, they serve it grilled and they serve it as a whole fish. With the oh, like, um, remember Costa Rica when you wanted that red snapper real bad? And I got it and it was so good. Yeah. But that one night we went to that restaurant, it was closed. <laughs> yeah. I was mad. I was really mad. <laughs> you was I, real I, mad. I really but yeah, Dang. so I did enjoy myself. The house that we stayed in was really oh my god, that house nice. was fire. I feel like you ain't even do it justice on the own. Um, and I would have been posting up Airbnb pictures like that with mine so everybody can get an idea how it looked. Yeah, like it was crazy. Um, you what else? doing TikToks, man. You could that would have been a nice little TikTok, like day in the life or something. That's true. Maybe I'll do one this weekend. I go to Arizona this weekend. Yeah, just do day in the life of a makeup artist. A millennial makeup artist. Just well, see, the thing is, I wasn't really working. I only worked one day because she um had a photographer come, and then That's I did her fine, makeup. That's fine though. You was on a, you was a. This is a vacation. You get to take a break. Just people really like those day in life things, and I think you do, especially with your travel. You do some interesting stuff, so I think you don't have to, but it'd this be cool. True. And people get paid from TikTok. This true. Okay. This true. I, I do have a lot of stuff coming up that is very exciting. Um, all you need to do is record two to three seconds of random stuff. You ain't got to record whole videos because just you could just stick them all together and it'll do it for you. Yeah, true. I feel you. Just hold on a little while longer. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I did get some more things for my um, DIY kit. I don't know if y'all listened to the last episode or not, <clears throat> but um, recently <laughs> I bought... Somebody uh, did, but I, you I know. know. <laughs> um i had um i bought a lot of tools from home depot to start hanging things on my wall like shelves and stuff like that and then i have like some poles i need to put up but um i was gonna pay somebody to do it so i'm starting to learn how to do that by myself so i've been watching a lot of videos on that um so yeah we about to get into that i'm about to be hanging okay. up i'm about to actually um Make some artwork for my wall too. It's getting Ooh. real DIY over here. That's you know I think that making your own art is you know that's what I did for my bathroom. A lot of stuff, in you got yeah. I think that's a good idea. That's a, I, that's some TikToks on that too. So um, I ended up walking walking to the Santee Alley, and if you're not familiar with it, it's just an alley. It's like an alley that is like five or six streets long in the fashion district, and they sell random stuff. Like for everybody, like they have like the clothes that you see on Instagram, them boutique clothes. They probably got it from the alley. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So they have you can like, buy all that both? stuff. You can. Hmm. So, so here's the thing: you can you can buy the singles from the alley, and you can speak with the people who own the store, and you can um, yeah, they'll man. have you. Yeah, that you can get. They'll order like in bulk for a cheap price, and you can get it customized with your name on it. Whatever they'll do it for you. Um, but they sell everything from outfits to lashes to toys to, I mean, like all those little statues that people have in their homes, like the collectible stuff to have all that down there. So I ended up 
going down there just to look. And I got some some bears for my couch. Like, this is a bag. Like, I just cut the, the string off. But I bought a whole bunch of these. They were cheap. But they like book bags for kids. Oh, I remember I used to have a Dalmatian um, backpack like that. And a particular person lost it. But I think she stole it. But we're going to... You're going to move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I ended up buying these toy guns. They were toy <gasps> Okay, hold on. No, they're literal toys. You take stuff too far. If I show it to you, you're gonna be like, oh, because it's like pixelated. It's you can brought the south to the west coast. You gotta lose that so, mentality, Draco. Girl, <laughs> so I bought this big picture frame from IKEA. So what I'm gonna do is I bought three of them. They're all different colors. I'm gonna put it in there, and then the border. I'm just gonna take pictures of myself since it's a Draco. I guess. Okay, so the guns is the Draco. Yeah, it's a Drake. It's literally a Draco. Oh, that's cool. Okay, okay, I hear. So you. I'm gonna make that and then just get print out a whole bunch of pictures of myself and just put it on the border of it. Okay, okay, I like that. Oh, wow. Look at you, TikTok it. Yeah, that's some <laughs> California stuff because I don't even think about doing that like that in Atlanta, honestly. Well, you definitely got the gun thing from Atlanta. I got the gun thing from my name. Okay. Hmm. And what you what city you was in when you got that name? Exactly. All right. So I'm on a mission to um man, I got a lot going on. I know last episode I talked about acquiring a property. Let me long story short, y'all. Nationwide real estate is dookie right now. It's terrible. It's either not enough properties or people are the prices have and it, this is the thing. Okay. <clears throat> so I have been looking into buying real estate in different cities, not in Georgia. But these cities, because they are kind of low-key, they have they are a little cheaper, but so many people have the same idea that I have. Okay. Which is fine. I don't mind being patient or competitive, but then I look back in my own city and it's like, for example, I, so at one point I never wanted a house. I not never, I didn't want a house yet. And so I got a condo because it's low maintenance and I absolutely love my condo, but because I have a dog, I want, I feel like, okay, a house may be necessary, but I'm not trying to spend $400,000 just to have a backyard. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really yeah. crazy, especially when my condo is half that. And I, I mean, now what I pay ain't nobody in my whole area paying period. So it'd be foolish of me to sell. A, oh my God, bro. Siri has been getting on my nerve for the longest. Okay. So it just wouldn't make sense for me to sell my place to buy something that's double the price. Like to me, I think a, a lot of things, a lot of times people, they'll start making more money and they start to spend more money. So you really don't see a lot of money coming in or getting stacked. And I don't want to be that person. So I'm trying to get out of my head about this. So at first I was like, okay, I'll buy myself a house and I'll rent out my current property and that'll be my investment property, et cetera, et cetera. But it's just not enough money that's going to be coming from my investment property that's going to justify spending so much money. Because the thing is, I have to live in the area I live in now. I don't, I, this is the only place I want to live. I love it and that's where I want to stay. So now I'm like, okay, let me just go back to the investment property thing. But it's like, man, if you're not, a, like it's really companies buying up houses and it's, you can't really compete with it because they don't have a budget. They just going for whatever. So now I'm just like trying to find other ways. I'm just trying to find other ways to invest my money, man. And I'm, you know, I looked into buying certain businesses and stuff like that, which is still possible, but it's just so much going on out here. But, and my fear is if I continue to take a long time, then it's just going to get even more expensive. Like people, you know, a lot of people keep saying, oh, I'm waiting for the housing market to crash. But I don't think people understand what that means. Like when it happened last time, there were a lot of conditions 
that had to occur for the housing market to crash. And a lot of that has to do with banks giving out money without get, without having enough information. That does not happen anymore. Because of that, banks are very strict on who they give money to. So you have to really prove that you can afford this house. That was not happening before. Number two, with the housing market crashing, that means people have no jobs. So you can wait for it to crash to buy a house, but you ain't even got the income to acquire it. And yeah. number three, um, with the market crash, and that means interest rates go up. So yeah, go ahead and get a cheap house and your interest rate going to be 99.99. So I think, I know it might be cool for people to say that, but I'm like, y'all, I, this is completely different. Real estate is going up and it's going to stay up, especially with the cost of living going up. So it's just kind of like, you either buy today's price or you pay, pay even more for tomorrow's price. And I'm not trying to be the one paying tomorrow's price. I say all that to say is I'm trying to buy something now because it's, go, it's growing so fast. But I just don't want to be in a position where I'm paying so much and I live alone. It's just me and my dog. Like, I don't think Hazel need a backyard bad enough for me to be spending half a million dollars on the house. That's just not realistic. That's very true. So, I mean, that's the position I'm in right now. I love my condo. I've been here, what, two years now. And I, it's literally perfect for me, but I just, you know, I know Hazel don't give a darn, but to me, ideally, I want to be able to let her just run around in the backyard. But I guess it's a first world problem, but that's just what's been on my, my agenda this week, this month, this yeah. year. Um, another thing that's been on my agenda is finding a freaking barber. So in this on this week's episode of Finding a Barber in LA for Draco, <laughs> um, on the last episode, I talked about how I had a dilemma with my barber. I, I tried to find a new barber. They ended up working in the same shop as the barber that I was using, and he actually was sitting next to him. Mm. So I've been up before. This week, I found two barbers on Instagram. Okay. I had some downtime in in, in uh, Mexico because I didn't go swim with the dolphins. Everybody went swim with dolphins. I'm scared of fish. I'm not going. Yeah, so, I don't blame. Me. I can't even swim, but I love dolphins, so I would have been right with you looking at barbers. So I was looking at barbers. Today, I found out that both of the barbers work in that same. <gasps> you are lying. Is that the only barber shop in LA? So all the popping barbers are apparently working there, period. Now, the sad part is I chose the one that isn't as good as the ones that I'm seeing now. Hey. So it's kind of like I'm stuck with him. No, you're not. I'm not necessarily stuck. Take your glasses off next time. I just, it's not going to work. <laughs> you think he going to confront you, though? It's just weird. Like, I don't, I would feel weird. So, well, I, I don't know. I he probably don't even care for real, but I just feel weird, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, it's somebody, awkward. Yeah, I found somebody that was really good today. And lo and behold, this Now, when they, how big is this barbershop? Because do you think they stand, they, like, they see each other so, eye to eye? You have you ever had you never been to Salon Ramsey, have you? Yeah, of course. It's giving Salon used to Ramsey. Hair out of there. So it's giving Salon Ramsey, but these are actual barbershops instead of like suites. Mm. So the barbershop has about 40 chairs in it. And apparently it's an upstairs too. Cause when I was up there last time they had upstairs. So it's like who upstairs? We need to go to the house. <laughs> It's about 30 chairs downstairs. Okay, that's a and lot, then, though. That's a lot, because that's normal barbershop. I can see how all them work in the same barbershop. It's like, because I can't even tell you 30 hairstyles in Atlanta, that's five. So I can imagine them all being in the same shop. It's like, it's very Instagram-y, too. Every barber chair has a ring light. Uh, <laughs> like, every chair has the same ring light. Is that good for your got, eyes? 
it's good for their Instagram. It's very right. Instagram. Right. The pictures do be so then fun. next door to it, they have uh a, a it's called whatever the barbershop is called. They have one for natural hair for so for like locks. If you get your locks done, oh, they so you just can just get it all one. done in the same visit, kinda. Yeah. And then next door to that, they have a hair salon. And then across the street, they have another hair salon. So all with the same name. It's so the they hair district. Nah, it's just downtown. It's, it's uh, what's well, not downtown. It's on, Wil- on Wilshire, which is like, I guess that will be North Hollywood or something. I don't okay. Know. So what you but gonna do? You know, I don't know. <laughs> That's so. so I'll be I- there tomorrow because I have to. I'm going out of town again this weekend. And you think they have? Um, they have? A, they have last minute bookings out there, or they not like Atlanta? Yeah. Uh, now uh, here, it's not like Atlanta. Atlanta. Is just like my barber in Atlanta. I have to book him a whole week in advance because he feel up. Like these people out here, I can text the dude and ask him, "Could I come today?" And he'll be like, "Yeah, sure." I feel like you probably not the first person that's been in this predicament, but I can understand from your position. Is you already don't went twice to a second person and then kind of folded and had to go to the other person. But I think that you should just take a glass. And paint. he's good. The barber is good. I just seen just, better work, and I'm like, yeah. dang, I want to. I look at, I look at my hair type. I look at my hairstyle. Like I have to look at people with similar hairstyles as me, mm-hmm. similar beard shapes. So that's how I kind of choose. And so it's not that he can't cut my hair, but I just feel like the other dudes, they have more clients that deal with my style of hair. Yeah, I feel I, I do what you do. You get the first available book and hope he be the only one there. I'm not doing that no more. I'm going to just go to him one more time. I'm going to keep going to him until I find somebody. You, But if the person that's better is in the same shop, it's going to be even harder to go to somebody else. I don't, well, what do you want me to do? It's between you and the Clipper gods. <laughs> I mean, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm in a, I found in a place where I got my, where I've been for a minute, but my go-to hairstyles for different kinds of styles. And I can't even imagine having to find somebody else. Like even my wax lady, I love her so much. And I had been considering getting laser, but I'm like, dang, I'm not gonna go to Taylor no more. And then laser not permanent, which is fine. But I'm like, I don't spend so much money on waxes in ten years. I could have got the whole hood laser, literally. Yeah, I um found a nail salon. Nail salon. They did pretty pretty good on my feet. They didn't use the cheese grater like I wanted them to, but <laughs> apparently, uh, um, apparently the cheese grater you're not supposed to use it, but it works. So yeah, I just bought my own. Use a food processor, honey. Whatever it takes. Get these rocks off my feet. All right, so let's hop into the episode. Do you have a black business of the week? Yeah, I do. So um, lately I've been really, really wanting to get uh tattoos. Now, if you know me, I get tattoos pretty often. And I go to the same person, um, Debbie, back in Atlanta, but she's in Atlanta. And I don't think that I would be going to Atlanta anytime soon. So now I have to find other people um, in my area who are really good. Now, um, as far as my tattoos and piercings and stuff like that, I I pretty much only go to women. Um, I don't have a reason why that is. I just feel safer. I feel like women are more gentle. Um, I feel more comfortable having conversations with them while I'm getting a service done. I just enjoy female energy. Don't know. Um, so anywho, one of my 
Instagram followers. Well, I've been following her for at this point years. And I'm, I'm trying to remember if I follow her during the MySpace days because it's been that long. Mm-hmm. But she's originally from Dallas and she just got to LA maybe a little bit before I got here. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that. But she is a tattoo artist. And when I tell you that her tattoos are so perfect that they look like stickers. So even on dark skin, even on dark, that's what I was about to get at. So I don't have color in any of my tattoos because I just don't think that over time that just that looks good on my skin Mm -hmm. Um, personally. And I love more traditional style tattoos. Um, just because I feel like those age better instead of me getting like Winnie the Pooh and then 10 years from now, it's like, dang, dang that's ugly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stuff like that. So all my tattoos for the most part um, are like traditional style tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But I now consider getting something outside of that because of how good her work is. So she only does cartoon style work. That's what she calls it. So she only does like cartoon and anime style tattoos. But um, I enjoy it because she literally is one of the only people that I've seen that's able to put just about any color on black skin and it looked good. Like I said, it looked like a sticker. I'm about to send it to Alicia so she can, um, so she can get into it. Oh yeah, this is fire. Crazy. It's that, it look like um remember the little cartoon tattoos we used to get with the chewing gum? Yeah, like it don't even look real. Yeah. So Okay. Um I'm gonna be doing uh getting a tattoo from her pretty soon. I haven't made my appointment yet because my schedule right now is so all over the place, y'all. But um I'm I'm grateful. I can't wait to start like working working, but I've you know, whatever. We'll get to that. But yeah, so um, check her out. Her name on Instagram is Crystal Crystals with a K. So K-R-Y-S-T-A-L-S underscore Tatted, T-A-T-T-E-D. And she is um, in Dallas and L.A. So she works back and forth. I think oh, she yeah, has a follow them too. You said my sister? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, probably because I'll be, be posting her work on my story all the time. She said when she come to LA, she got to go to her. Okay, cool. <clears throat> I will put the information in the episode notes. All right, let's get into Shop Talk. Uh, first things first, they found a second and a third suspect in the Young Dolph case. Oh, my God. First of all, they got the, the main guy who the page has said did it. Then they got a second guy, and the third guy they got basically is the one snitching. And so um, mm. all I got to say is get used to it buddy get used to it so the, the guy who was snitching apparently he got his charges his charges are considered an accessory but it's just really honestly overall for real for real it's really sad like the guy the main guy who they were looking for he went on a run he thought he was gonna have a take case situation gonna drop a song and tell somebody he gonna turn himself in it just is really lame and it's just it's a you know i just try to think about the mindset that you gotta have to be an actual killer and to carry on that way on social media. Like you took somebody off this earth and you are going to be in prison for the rest of your life. But I guess prison is not really scary because that's where your people probably at. Like, do people are people scared of prison? I don't understand. Um, no. Um, most of the time people aren't scared of prison, they don't like jail. So yeah, yeah, true. Fed is a, I hear fed is a lot better. Yeah. None yeah, of it's just, it's better but you know, me, just think of 
think about not being able to live this right this free life you know what i'm saying it's like one thing if something happened that was an accident but you know for sure if you kill somebody you're going to prison obviously you can skip you can skip town or do whatever you got to do but in reality you kill somebody go to prison you know what i'm saying so it's like why why is killing that person more important than your freedom i'll never understand it i just i know people do it every day they're not gonna stop but it's just crazy because they were so young well at least he was yeah. so young the, um, the the boy was young, guy was, yeah. yeah it's a shame but i just think it's a mentality and it's there's some um some people i've grown up with and it's like you know some people don't have they don't really fear anything they don't even fear death themselves because they just kind of have been psyched out because of stuff they experienced so i can understand how they're able to remove the emotion from that but it's just sad that people are in you know they are mentally in that place but mm. anyhow mm. what you got so i actually have two so the first one um the jennifer hugh is i in a anyway jennifer hugh who um is the the suspect who kenneth petty um, oh yeah suspect i mean not suspect you know what i'm trying to mean Simon say she was the victim um of the sexual assault from kenneth petty she voluntarily dismissed it dismissed the um harassment case charges yeah i saw that and i tried to avoid the comments but i couldn't help it I need people to understand she number one she voluntarily dismissed and it probably was hard to go up against somebody like I mean even though she's not it's not just Nicki Minaj or it's not just Kenneth Petty it's probably like when people talk about like suing the city or suing these big corporations those people have a lot of money and a lot of influence so it's really tough for somebody like a regular Joe Schmo to think that they finna go to court with them and get what they want you know what I'm saying and so for her to voluntarily dismiss i mean it could have been any reason but my assumption is she probably felt like it just wasn't worth it it probably was causing more pain than it was necessary and even though that doesn't that doesn't invalidate what she said happened to her but unfortunately when you when you when you when your case is dismissed or you dismiss a case it makes it seem like it was bs yeah that's what i was about to say i'm like you know that doesn't mean that what she's saying is fake but that's what the um majority is going to probably think or associated with which is crazy yeah and i see Nicki Minaj tweeted that unicorn icon um emoji i think it's lame honestly i'm not gonna lie i get sticking beside your man but this situation is very um odd let's just say that but she also dated safari so odd is normal oh anyway moving on <laughs> um so young thug and now gonna have both been kicked off um a private plane. They were catching a private plane to have a show tonight in New York. And they were taking a jet to um, New York and they got kicked off a plane um, today. And they allegedly were just racially profiled. Um, but who's to say what really happened? I don't like I don't like to talk down on my black men. However, um being being amongst um, rappers and stuff like that. I do understand that a lot of those planes and tour buses and thing like things like that that they invest in, um, they like to do certain things that some pilots may be okay with mm-hmm. because they're getting paid so much money. Like, if I'm not mistaken, those pilots are getting paid like what? I mean, it could be as 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 much as thirty to fifty grand just to charter a jet. So they're getting paid a lot, and this could be they're a two-hour flight. Yeah. Know? So they play, you know, the the artists themselves are paying, you know, like you said, thirty to fifty thousand dollars just to fly on it. 
alone. Mm-hmm. So in their head, they're like, bitch, I'm doing whatever I want to do. On yep, that. yep. That's you know what, what I'm saying. Oh, you're right. They feel empowered because of the money. And it's like, I'm 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 doing whatever I want to do on here. And those pilots are like, whatever, they're okay with it. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, for good reason, especially when dealing with things like drugs or um uh, stuff around that. I would honestly feel unsafe too because that could get you in trouble. Yeah, but- and you know, and once you in the air, what you gonna do? This ain't like no commercial play. I'm playing when you got several staff members and stuff like that. Yeah, so um, they online campaigning there, and 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 granted, they might have been racially profiled. Yeah, I definitely feel it. I was I was racially profiled last week, and I had to kind of sweep it under the rug because. I don't really know nobody out here. I'm new. Hey, that happened at PetSmart to me too a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it happened at Home Depot. I um mm. when I was buying those uh tools from Home Depot, um in my head, I'm like, you know, I'm buying like basic stuff. I'm buying a drill, I'm buying like um, you know, screws and stuff to go on the wall, I'm buying a uh Stuff find it like little stuff like that. Like I probably had like $150 worth of stuff, which is nothing. And I went to the self-checkout because it was only like six items or five yeah, items. I do the same I thing. And I'd be going up there with 20 items. What y'all gonna do is self-checkout. Yeah. So um when the girl was signing me up for the credit card, she um she asked me, she said it'll take money off. So she signed me up for the credit card. I had got approved for it, so she took the money off. And then when I was uh, taking the stuff out of the store, she was like, did you scan the drill? I said, yeah, yeah, I did. And so um, she was like, oh, okay. So then she walked off and then another coworker came over um, and he was black and he was like, hi, how you doing? And I'm like, I'm doing I'm well. Yeah. And he was like, um, oh, I just want to. I just wanted to see how much uh, the credit card was approved for, or something like that. Like trying to basically throw me off so he can read the receipt. Right, which is none of your business, actually. That's actually literally private information. He was like, "Did you get a?" It was a different. He was trying to see if I got approved for one one type of car or another. But he was just using it to distract me to to read my yeah. receipt to make sure that I paid for the drill or scanned the drill. And I'm like, I don't have to steal a drill. So what did they say? Nothing. I said, I don't know. So he was like, oh, well, look, can I see your receipt to make sure that you got the right one? Showed him receipt. He looked at it and he saw it, felt stupid, and let me out the door. See, I hate, I hate that. That's a shame because they probably looked at your style, your demeanor, and tried to assume that. I went yeah. to um return. So I had bought, when Hazel got spayed, I had to get her a bigger cage so she can um sleep with her neck um donuts because you know it's kind of it's like it takes up space so anyway i bought a too big one i bought one for an extra large dog when she needed a size down so um so basically i took it in there i had a screenshot of my receipt because the receipt for PetSmart is in an email mm-hmm. and it's not a pdf receipt so i just screenshotted a portion of the email that had the barcode so anyway i go in there and the girl at the register literally goes on the mic um can i get a manager to the front for fraud literally 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 so anyway long story short excuse me excuse me is correct okay and mind you this is my thing and let's just assume worst case scenario first of all i got everything i need to do this return i got the receipt 
I had to put in my phone number for you to even connect this transaction to my to my purchase, which is also going to show this receipt. Number two, I literally have the email with the receipt in it. Number three, I have the receipt. So even if I was being fraud, I have the receipt that goes to this product. She was like, yeah, well, sometimes people take stuff off the shelf and they go into the parking lot. I'm like, what they got to do with me? I literally have done nothing to even give off scammer vibes. And I don't even know if she knew the receipt was a screenshot. It just, it doesn't matter. I have the receipt with this trend. Like literally you're going to, you're going to get what I paid for back. I'm going to get my money. There's nothing fraudulent about that. And it just was a mess. It just was, it was back and forth. So the manager ended up coming up and just apologized. Oh, we're going to train on bias. Because I know it's black. And mind you, I had more stuff that I actually placed the in-store pickup for. I was like, I don't even want it. I don't cancel my order because it's just, it literally was so unnecessary. There are people in line. And for you to get on the microphone and say something like that, like you're supposed to be trying to intimidate, that's so unprofessional. And you yeah. do not get paid enough to be the police. Like for real, even when I work, I remember I used to work at the Apple store, honey, we ain't chasing you. Listen, I used to, I knew I was working with every other customer was a scammer, every last one of them. But if they have a card and the card goes through, that ain't got nothing to do with me. It literally is what I'm supposed to do. But I'm literally getting a refund on a $60 dog crate. I got bigger fish to fry, baby. That won't even, that literally will, don't, I don't even want to start. I understand like, that. That's what I was saying. I'm like, first of all, I got the cheapest drill that they sell. And what you going to do? Because I'm pretty sure he wouldn't even. The drill was on sale for $35. What the fuck am I finna? Not $35. And I'm pretty sure they, but you know what? I, you know, I knew somebody who stole a $7 flashlight from Walmart. But, um, sorry. (laughs) But I just feel like, number one, I'm pretty sure he was out of line for even doing that. You're not lost prevention. You are literally a uniform employee. And number two, it's just like, I, I just, I'm really, see, stuff like that. And it's like, do you really want to go through the effort of complaining? It's so repetitive. It happens so much. It's like, why? Why? But I know for sure they yeah, thought I was fraud because so I was black so and I came up in there in this baggy Nike sweatsuit. I had a hat on. I got on Crocs. I looked like I ain't got nothing going for myself, which shouldn't, it didn't even matter. That shouldn't even matter. But yeah, definitely use the word fraud right on the microphone. I'm like, oh, so what? And I had just bought that crate that same day. It's just really sad. It's and it was let me tell you that crate was so heavy. I had to get help putting it in my car. So you think I'm gonna go through all that effort to come up here and get sixty dollars? Yeah. And you can look at my history at PetSmart. Let me tell you something. Every other day I'm in there getting something. And this and I can't even be like, oh, I'm gonna just start going to Chewy. Chewy is a PetSmart company. I'm just like, but it's so. My thing I, about it is. Um, Y'all just, I just got approved for that card. I could have just put it on that card. Literally, literally, literally. And my thing, exactly. You gave them your social security number. Like, what the That's what I'm saying. What the fuck would I do that for? It just was a mess. And and, and let me just double back and just, I I don't want it to seem like I'm just, um, that I'm being a person that's judging Young Thug and Gunner. um, Just because Oh yeah, because we showed, that was the tool we were talking about. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to make it seem like I'm judging them just uh, based off of who they are and, and what they've done. But like I just like I said, I just know rappers. I don't want to just automatically say that the man is wrong. But at the same time, shit like that does happen a lot, especially yeah. dealing with people who um, dealing with people who have money or people who can afford certain things. People do, are, you know, they are very racist towards black people with money. Yeah, and I feel, and also people with money seem to have a sense, especially people on Ghana and third level, they have a sense of it. I mean, I work with Young Thug. 
and this was way before he what he had now and you know it was an interesting experience let's just say that but you know sometimes people feel like you remember when i told you about when he used to come in my store at no. the shoe store it don't matter so anyway i just think that sometimes people have a sense of entitlement and it's like how dare you i do remember i remember that yeah this was interesting you know he wasn't necessarily rude but he definitely gave off a this my world you would pee on in it you know what i'm saying yeah but don't do that yeah it's just but that's how people get sometimes people just feel and he probably you know don't forget young thug was that dude before he was rapping so you know he just you know whatever it just was like i actually didn't watch the videos of them talking to the pilot or whoever he was i, I feel cringe in them kind of videos so i just read the caption and kept it pushing yeah um this isn't new news but i just um so the past two weeks i've been watching just um, interviews of artists that I like. I do this all the time. I used to do this all the time. So, like, say for instance, if I find myself enjoying Scissors' album, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? Let me watch some of her interviews. See what type of person person she is because her music is very good. Like, it's very mm-hmm. creative. The stuff she talk about, I can relate to. I just want to know what type of person she is in real life. Mm-hmm. So, these last couple of weeks, I've been watching um, Doja Cat interviews. Tyler Creator. And Issa Rae. Oh, today um, her birthday. Happy today birthday. It's her birthday. You know what's so crazy? I actually was going to hit you up because they posted her baby picture and her baby picture looks just like <sighs> yours. Okay. Let me go see. I'll see and I was like, this is further proof. Who posted it? Let me go see. Um, but go ahead while you do that. But um, so I was watching uh, Issa Rae's Breakfast Club interview, right? Mm-hmm. And um, she was, they were basically, Charlemagne was like trying to, like, oh, we need to bring in some bottles in here because we need to toast. Um, oh, yeah, they had got her the balloons and everything. Yeah, they were like, yeah, we need to toast because we got a, uh, she just signed a $300 million deal. Da, 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 da. And she was looking so uncomfortable, like, oh my God. He just kept asking her about money. Oh, like, this oh my God. Like me. I just Googled Easter Ray baby pictures. This is actually terrible. Bro, Get me out of here. Least- that's Alicia. crazy and i never felt like i looked like her i felt I like i could see it what people see but dang <laughs> and yeah. my son alicia right so um yeah like i just i never really knew about her her childhood or just like what she actually you know her before anything before college so mm-hmm. i'm like let me just look up her stuff and just see oh and i've been watching zendaya stuff too because i've been watching um euphoria so um Issa Rae's interview just really inspired me, her Breakfast Club one, because of just the way she moves. Mm-hmm. She was just saying how, um, she was just saying how, because she apparently signed a $300, a $300 million deal. Um, I don't know what for. I didn't get into the I details. think it's an all over deal. Like she basically could, like, kind of like what she Whatever did. she wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and um she didn't really want to talk about it though because you know she was just feeling like they was all that's how head. she is and he kept dropping the dollar amount i'm like okay this yeah and i'm like girl but um one thing i thought that was really funny was how they brought it they kept bringing up her her marriage and she was like oh the photo shoot that was me that was me that, was <laughs> that, whole, that whole part of the interview was me i'm like exactly. was like yeah um we just decided to have a photo shoot we went out the country randomly our friends was there and they had the yeah, same, same dress, dress. <laughs> so you know I, thought, I was like dang that's so weird why y'all got the same dress 
but it was fine. She was like, I love that, and I'm glad she's doing that because when I said I'm crazy. I'm, I'm being, you know. I honestly don't think that you're crazy. And I think it's just because me personally, I know the shit that you went through before in past relationships <laughs> and how, and I, I know how like public it was mm-hmm. for the most part and the things that went on. And it wasn't even it nearly was as bad as what a lot of folks deal with, but it was enough for me to be like, that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Even, even people that you weren't in a relationship, relationship with. Yeah. It was still a lot. So mm-hmm. I get it. I understand. Oof. Triggers. I understand. Trust me. I I look at that and I learn from that from other people and myself. It's just in reality, it's nobody's business. All her best friends know, her family know. And yeah. honestly, who got time to be invited all these people to your wedding? They, they don't even care. They just want to be there to be there. They don't even care for real. And yeah. I, South of France, that's a that's a mood. I thought it was fine. Keep it's hiding. Fine. And the thing is, she has publicly talked about him. She's been on red carpets with him before, but I just feel like in reality, that has it's nice to know these things because you're a public figure, but it, it don't have nothing to do with my work. Mm-mm. At all. Um, and I do, I, I admire her. Um, I was just listening to how she talked. I just admire how she moves. Like, she was just talking about how, because um, they were asking her, like, what big purchases, purchases has she made? Oh, yeah, I forgot what she said. And she was just saying how she spends her money on food. Like, that's me. She was like, you know, she was like, she was saying like, um, when it comes to clothes and shoes and stuff like that, she was like, a lot of this stuff go back to the store. She was like, I mean, just being honest, she's like, I got a stylist. And and then on top of that, people send you stuff for free. Mm -hmm. So it's no point in me even keeping that stuff because I'm going to wear, I'm not going to wear it again. So just send it back. Like, I don't mean, that's also a move. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, thing about like, me, you know what? She is right. Like she's so right. And what's crazy is, um, a lot of inspiration for um, my fashion comes from celebrities or like just public figures or whatever. I get a lot of inspo from them, but in reality, they don't even be paying for that stuff. This Absolutely is the reason not. why they don't because of people like me who see it. And, and I, that's I, all you needed. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? I want that. And I can, I'm a wear it different. I said it every so time. So it's okay for stylists to just return the stuff they pay. I guess it's no different from us, but these people wearing it to events where they probably were sweaty and all kinds of stuff. Um, it just depends. So so the way styling works is you're not returning it to a store, you're returning it to a showroom. Mm, so oh yeah, when okay. you have a showroom, they buy it from these stores and they have all this stuff. Um, they have all this stuff. And so you can return it to the showroom and they'll clean it. And then now some people, now Atlanta isn't like that because we don't have access to a lot of designers and we don't have, we don't have access to a lot of store pulling. Um, This is the reason why Jeremy is like top in Atlanta because he's able to actually go to these stores and pull stuff and return it. Oh, that's what's Um, up. But the showrooms that in Atlanta, I'm not going to name them names because I ain't, talk it down on black businesses figure it out um but i've heard horror stories i've sent people to some showrooms in atlanta and they're like man dress was musty had stains oh ripping you know what i'm saying yeah. the fur was stank Da-da-da-da. um and they're charging too much money for this stuff but that's how styling works even with the shoes sometimes they have to keep it just because mm-hmm. of uh, maybe the store it came from but they have things that you put on the bottom of it so that way it won't scuff up. 
um, things are going to inside, so you won't sweat out the it's logo. It's so crazy how much, when you think about it, because I actually thought about this early, like, the more money you have, the less money you really have to spend. Like, I've yeah. been thinking about how I've been running up, like, getting so many, like, rewards from different apps, different credit cards, to where I don't actually spend no money. And I've been thinking, like, when I was really down bad, all this would have came in handy. Yeah, but, but like you these solutions. that unless you spend money. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, or, or if you, you just, have money. Yep, and and so when you think about these celebrities who are rich or you know close to rich, whatever the case is, their influence is the currency. So they yeah. really are shaping culture by doing something that they ain't have to come out of pocket for. And it's like that's that's crazy when you think about it. Yeah. Um. But she was saying she spent money on food. She was like, I I really enjoy fine dining. Like if I she she was like. I look at a purse and I'm like, okay, the purse is cute, but I don't want the purse. That's the, but she was like, I will. <laughs> yeah, she was like, I'll go to a restaurant and they'll be like, oh, so this is a um, <laughs> a burger dipped in 14 karat gold foil. And she's like, oh, I'm going to try that. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, the burger, the burger is $500, but she's like, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to get it. Yeah, I get it. And that's more of an experience. So sometimes stuff like that has yeah. a longer lasting impact. And she says she spent money on traveling. That's another thing. Mood. Uh, I I I mean, like just be, just looking at stuff like that. I think I just like to people who I feel like I can relate. So I just like to see how they move and they they were thinking. Like even with Doja Cat, I feel like people think that she's a weirdo. Like I, everybody just thinks that she's so well, weird. She's but I mean, she is. I mean, she she's a weirdo, but. Um, I, I think I listened, I actually listened to, and I read her lyrics and I listen to her lyrics and her songs sometimes. And I'm like, she gotta be a certain type of person to come up with some shit like that. Or just even think like that. Even Tyler, the creator. Um, he even said that he, he his situation is similar to Issa Rae's. Like he, just, he was saying how he doesn't spend his money on private jets. Like he's, he can afford that. He's like, I've been broke before. It's and a little waste of money. You could pay two hundred dollars to get to the same place. Yeah, he's like, I don't spend property. He's like, I'm not going broke again. So that he he he's not doing that. He was saying how like um a lot of his clothes that he wears is clothes from his line, um and he spends a lot of time and money into making things that he likes. Like it's his style. He says that he gets a lot of his inspiration from fifty eight year old European white men. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it was very specific. Um, his music taste and his style, like the way he grew up, um, very, very, very relatable. Like just his his artists that he listened to and where he pulls inspiration from. Um, he he never left his hometown, which is Los Angeles. He never left LA. Went outside of LA um, until he was like twenty one or twenty. Mm -hmm. um and he said that that was his first place was he went to new york and he went to i think he said paris or something and he said that it was just a culture shock but in a good way he was just like he just once that once he went out of town for the first time went out of state for the first time he knew that it was so much shit he had to learn and places he had to go visit that it, that just excited him he said even like because he, he he was like i'm from la like I didn't even know that you're supposed to put salt on the ground and it's like salt trucks when it's cold outside. And it's like, oh, you know what? That can be a culture shock. It's yeah, like stuff like that. Yeah, you, yeah. Well, we remember that's why we had that ice um, storm because they didn't salt the roads. Yeah, people thought that we were just dumb, but it's like we didn't experience that. We have, like, we don't have that 
in Georgia. I mean, we do yeah, now, obviously, we, but right, it's not a big concern. Yeah, and so what's crazy is when I first came into my big lump sum of money, the first thing I did was I booked a trip to New York and I booked a trip to LA because at that time, I have been out of Georgia, of course. Like I've been to like cities like North Carolina, Orlando, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that and i think at that time before I, that's when we went on that cruise to bahamas too but we didn't really look at those pictures bahamas. this week i swear yeah we, i didn't really get we didn't get to really explore bahamas we were on a boat most of the time so i i count that you well, should that was my first time on a plane oh really yeah i had never flown until that trip oh wow i didn't know that oh maybe i did Mm-hmm. But no, my it, it was me and Desiree first flight and we were so scared because of takeoff it was a lot and we was in the back of the plane like some darn we all was I remember we was like, okay, it was actually really fun now but like I spent my I spent that money well I not all of it of course but I booked a trip to New York by myself I had I stayed in the hostel for about a week and a half and I just anything that I seen on the internet in movies I just went like I remember it was just really I, one of my favorite movies is Party Monster and in the movie they would hang out at this club called Greenhouse where people would come in literal costumes like spend hours and hours and hours on costumes just to go out to this bar yeah. and I went there it was the most amazing experience ever because now the club is closed oh that's good that you was able to go you know what I'm saying like now it's gone and it's like, dang, I really got to experience that. And it's yeah, like, now, looking at it, I'm I'm just like, it's other places that I just really want to go. So now, I said all that to say that I just, I just be, I love that. I love to just find people that I kind of relate to. And it just makes me tra- kind of have a different mindset towards certain things. Because I think that in my head, things are supposed to go one way. And then I'm supposed to have this or look a certain way or have this. And even though I, it's nothing wrong with me being into my image or being into um, certain things, but I think that now it's so much more that I want to do that I can cut that. Yeah. Like I have, I have everything you could think of in my closet. So there's no point in me having to keep rebuying these things or keep buying other stuff that's similar to it because there's yeah. no point. It's like, I got enough. Yeah, I feel you. It's kind of like a minimal mindset. It's like there are some statement things you want and you want to keep, but in reality, a lot of, like, even when I thought thought about buying another house, it's like, I don't, I definitely don't need another house. And for what I'm paying, I need to be grateful. Yeah. Because nah, it ain't coming back. Yeah. I feel you. It just is. A, I think it's just once you start having access, it's all. I tweeted the other day that it's always something to pay for because I feel like the more access you have, the more money you start to get exposed to different things. You you start being interested in more things, and it's just always something else to buy. And it's like you kind of got to stop yourself at yeah, some point. Tell me about it. I've been running up my credit card um, so much, but um, what I'm grateful for is that I'm able to, well, I'm, I'm going to just have to pay it off. Like little by little, I'm, I'm the type of person where like, if I use my credit card, I need to have that amount of money in my bank account to pay oh, it yeah. off. For sure. Be- you don't ever want to carry no. a balance and pay interest. No, but at this point I might have to just because I just moved and it's a lot of stuff that I needed and I just need to throw it on the card. But in the middle of me doing that, they raise my limit like four more thousand. That's what they do. That's what they do, and keep you, keep you. But that's what got me in my little eight thousand dollars that I had in credit card debt. It was like, oh, I got 
A thousand more? Perfect. Because I need to get done. Now, I'm buying it, using it on stuff I need. Yeah. And I know I'm going to pay it off. I was too, child. I'm going to pay it off. I'm going to pay it. Yeah, do what you got to do. It's just just like, I got to just take this L for a little minute so I can get back to where I was before. Especially with saving and all the other stuff. But um, I keep getting these trips thrown in my face. Luckily, the trip this weekend to Arizona is... Um, hundred percent expense paid for. And all expenses is, is paid. All expenses is paid for, and this isn't even a work trip. I'm. I keep asking. I'm like, do you want me to work? Because I will. You know, I just. I don't know. I don't. I feel bad for people paying for me stuff, paying stuff for me. But I'm, at the same time, I'm like, I need to just learn to accept things. Like, if you're offering that to me, and you're like, here, this is a gift to you. I need to be grateful of that gift. Take it for what it is, and just move on. I agree. You know, I actually saw a tweet today that said that when people want to do things for you, you should let them. Like, it was saying something along the terms of, when people have ill intent, you can't really control it or predict it. So when people have good intent, you need to allow it. But I know what you mean. It's tough. Just like for me, it's hard to ask for help if I ever need it. But when people want to do things for me, I don't, I just don't like, I just don't want to. It's like, no, it's fine. Even if I was in need, it still would be tough for me to accept it. It's just kind of like, that's me now. That's me now, but I'm I'm just take it for what it is, and then like my friend Devin works for he's a flight attendant, and I have the opportunity to go to Cape Town, South Africa for literally two hundred dollars. Yeah, you need to do that. Why would I not? Absolutely. Let me tell you something. Kenya changed my life, and I want to go to every country that exists in that whole continent if I can. Yeah, why would not I every not one of them? Now, that two hundred dollars includes where I'm staying. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Why would I not? Yeah. So basically, um, the house that we're staying in is like $180 each for us to pay for it. And then I just have to pay the taxes on um, the the plane ticket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. That sounds like the hookup I had, but, you know, I had other plans. So I have a question because you bringing up interesting statements. Do you feel like. Like one thing I do think is important. And this is why I hate. I wish I wish there was a way that you could like. Like sometimes I think about the things that we were not exposed to when we were younger. Because I feel like people that you know people always talk about silver spoon, silver spoon. But I think that with the right level of access, people tend to have more creativity and more familiarity with themselves and who they are. Because I feel like for me, people like me and you, it wasn't until our late twenties that we really started to like tap into that i mean we had interest along the way but like i feel like even with the travel and a lot of that stuff it's not cheap and it's like you really start to see like dang this is lit like this is fire you know what i'm saying so i just be wishing there was a way that you can make because i feel like i'm trying to think of what the kind of example i'm trying to make basically like there are some people like I've seen these posts on LinkedIn, people who have like a criminal history, but they go on to college and become lawyers and judges and et cetera, et cetera. And I don't know how accurate that is, but that's what the post is. But I just think that sometimes people like somebody might go to jail, like, okay, like in your situation, like you mentioned, like you did makeup because you couldn't get a job. You couldn't even go back to school. You lost your financial aid for going to jail. And so people end up in that reoccurring cycle of just like sticking to like a criminal lifestyle. But if they had an opportunity to see more things, to do more things, it might spark something different and it'll give them an opportunity to remove themselves for the not saying it's gonna happen for everybody, but 
it's a lot of people that I work I work side by side with in corporate America, and I know they don't do some jacked up stuff, but they had the money and the access to move past it or use some privilege. But it's people, you know, back at home or back in our hood or whatever the case is, and they'll never had an opportunity. And that's probably all they need. Because sometimes even when I talk to my little brother, I'm like, my brother is so smart. He's talented. He can draw. But he just kind of got that street lifestyle mentality. He just won't tap out of it. I do genuinely feel like if he was in a position where he could just be around positive things, where he could like actually be developmental or if that's even a word to use, I think he could be on the right path. But anyway, I think about it a lot because I'm like, I feel so blessed that I've been able to like remove myself from that. But I also want the people that I know to be able to be exposed to it because they'll always be titled by what they don't have versus like having the ability to like get more yeah i think um it's it's definitely all about your mentality because i think for me even though at that time like i was struggling so bad like once i got out of jail it was it was pretty much nothing that i could do you know because everything required a background check um i didn't i couldn't get financial aid like you said but at the same time you have to kind of want something for yourself like i just use my creativity to make money like mm -hmm. i knew that i knew how to do makeup and i really enjoyed it but i never thought about a job in makeup like that wasn't really a thing at that time especially on the scale of um the type of money that i wanted to make i didn't think about that yeah like i didn't realize okay. that i could literally get a job in anything around me and and make money like when you think of makeup especially during the time you thought about the mall yeah Cleopatra. Going to the club. you know what i'm saying we didn't think about the newscasters need makeup artists mm -hmm. um i mean like dude i had it i had a makeup artist when i went to court yeah like <laughs> for real like tv shows new uh you know the cnn news or the the the, the local news they have makeup artists and hairstylists um working i mean it's so many different areas in my field but also you have to detach yourself with trying to impress the people that's in the hood because for sure that, that you plays a big part in. into it. So yeah. that's why I had to kind of like change who I was around because of course people that are in the same kind of area as you, most of the times they're gonna have, a, they're gonna be small minded. So they're gonna be like, well, child the chance of you doing that is slim to none because I, of the oh, and blah blah yes. blah and it's, and, it's, like, and it's in the schools too yeah and I, I even have people tell me that to my face like when i when i first started to realize like okay this is what i want to do and i started to do it and you know um with the help of some friends of mine but when i started working at a salon i had people like in my ear telling me because i'm looking at my work and i'm looking at theirs i'm like it's a difference, like, but what are you doing different than me? And what are you? What did you do to get where you are? Mm -hmm. And so when I would ask them, they're like, "Oh, you too young." Like, dang, that's so crazy. You'll figure it out. I mean, and granted, I did. I figured it out. It took but me like a really, all you had to do was take that moment we was talking and show yeah. me. Yeah. And but people like, be worried. I, I, I remember I seen this thread on social media about the whole Mean Girls and the Girls Who Brunch movement. And I don't mean to use that word. Cause I know that's the name of an actual event, but it'd be the it be themed just like that. Oh, it's I saw like that. they be selling it's like these a podcasts. Like, they were talking was about poor it. minds that I I always advocate. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they was talking about like for example, they'll sell these books like, oh, this is my ebook on how to do this, and it'll say something like, "Have a positive mind, wake up every day," and it's like, 
do you think that actually telling the truth would stop would make you have competition because you clearly are ahead of me as it is it's just lame it's just like if you actually if you really girl women empowerment and for your people you actually put the gym you ain't got to tell every single detail but sometimes people just need to jump off the porch give them the you know the tools to get started man you know what i'm saying like and i think what's so crazy too um is the vendor selling thing oh my goodness most of the time that's the i mean and and it sucks because people don't really know this it's like you can literally find this stuff on google I mean, oh literally, God. you can open up Alibaba and look at the like. Yeah. It's a lot, and a lot of them lists don't the lit, the vendors don't even be active, or the like. It don't yeah. even be, and it's, it's like, like if these are such good vendors, so why money. you ain't selling this stuff? So it's a mess. It's just like it's it's like I get it. Like you want to make profit off of stuff, but it's just like I watch, and I hate to even say this, but I even watch how white people move with each other. And mm-hmm. how they don't hold information from each other most of the time. They make sure that that they good. And I and I hate the fact that we, as a black community, don't have that because it's like, you see that I'm not being one of these type of people that's in the street that's like playing right. games. You should I'm have a good. I'm fully coming that. to you. I'm not because I can always tell when people do me like that. Yeah. Like when somebody come up to me, they're like, "Oh, put me on to your client," da, 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 da. and it's like. You don't have a professional portfolio. You don't have a website that um, you're very unprofessional. You're a cloud chaser. Yeah, you're just doing too much. You're not even acting natural. You're not even trying to blend in. I can feel it. You can mm-hmm. feel it. I can feel it in your approach. Now, when people come to me and they be like, you know, I'm from Alabama. I'm from Mississippi, this place, and we don't have access to stuff like y'all do in Atlanta. What would you recommend for me to do? Because I need to, I know that I need to learn these type of techniques in order to be on the level that you at. What do I need to do? Stuff like that. I'll be like, okay. Yeah, like literally have some tact. Yeah. You tap in. It ain't like, oh, put me on. I currently have people that are beefing with me because I didn't put 30 in for my clients. And it's like, what is that going to do? There's a way to want to be put on, but you need to like have some some natural finesse to it. Like you just gotta ask questions. You don't just say put me on with this client. Like you do still have to earn your spot. And I feel like people might not have a problem connecting you if you have just shown your genuine interest to want to learn. But you're not just gonna be doing Michelle Obama, Obama makeup because I did Michelle Obama makeup. It's like yeah. that just kind of downsizes the quality of work I did to get to that point. Yeah. But I think that people, you know, people need to be willing to get feedback. I saw this TikTok. It was like, um, I told my friend about something that was bothering me about her. And I haven't talked to her in a year now. Basically, like, she gave her friend some feedback and her friend cut off because she just wasn't open to, like, constructive criticism. I think people people always think they have haters. and They think that people are always against them. But it's like, in reality, you, I mean, there are some people that are harsh. Let's, let's be very clear. But I think that people need to, people be so bothered when they, when you tell them something bad about themselves that they get so defensive that they cut you off. So now you a hater because you ain't putting them on because you want to protect your image with your client. It's like, well, if you are open to like doing this this way instead of going about, like, like you said, you want to picture with every celebrity. You want to tag them in every post. You're just doing too much. You're not even being like, you need to just try to blend in, just be normal. Because now you scan, you scan yeah, everywhere. Literally all is what it takes. That's literally all it takes because if we're being honest, um, in my industry, talent only gets you 
halfway there. Like if mm-hmm. you can do the makeup, that's great. Because it's so many people that you may see in higher positions than you that may that you may do better work better than. And the reason why they got there is because they got a natural finesse in them and they know how to work they set. That's mm-hmm. always my thing. They know how to work they set. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? They're not groupies. They're literally there to work. They listen. They don't take offense to every little detail. Like if if they don't like it, what it what don't you like about it? Put Try to figure. Up. Yeah. It, it's it's you got to tap in with the with the client. Like, hey, okay, cool. You don't like this. What what don't you like about it? And what would you want me to do to fix it? Or how would you like it instead? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and exactly. And being receptive. It's just a normal part of life. You went to school. You was raised by parents. Like all these people, all these places you had to get constructive feedback. But some people, they just be so defensive about stuff. And it's like, all right. Yeah. I don't even want to work. I get it. I get it. It's your art. You're sensitive about it. But at the same time, these are, these people know how they want to look. And over time, you're going to learn that. And and sometimes the client is like that. When you first do somebody, you ain't going to always get it right. Oh, yeah. you ain't gonna, it ain't always gonna be hundred percent, and that's and that's what I get my clients to understand. The first time that I do you, it's probably not gonna be the best. It's gonna be, it's gonna look good, mm-hmm. but once I learn your face, once I learn what you like, and once we meet each other halfway, it's gonna look way better. That's a good point because I think that sometimes, I mean, because makeup is kind of like a touchy thing. It's like you want to look perfect the first time, but I guess that makes sense too. You just kind of gotta, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta pay attention to detail for sure but what i'm looking at and what i think that that will look good on you you may not be comfortable with that mm-hmm. that may not be your style so it's like i have to learn you i have to learn what you like and then things change all the time trends change you have to learn how to switch it up there's so many different things you got to do so it's just you know it's different but um i don't even know where i was going with that but well, no, I get it. You just gotta. It's just so many. It's just, I just, I just want everybody to, to win. I really do. We, I love and, seeing and you people. You can walk there, but honestly, you have to come to terms where everybody ain't got it. You're right, and I don't mean literally every single person, but sometimes you see potential in people. You just be like, man, if you just stop cussing everybody out, they'll want to work with you. No. Like Abar V. Child, <laughs> we All ain't right. gonna go there today. <laughs> you know what? She she knows what she's doing wrong. Um. Uh, I honestly feel like she has a mental issue because yeah. there's yeah. no way you're very you 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 could be further than what you are because you had access to certain things and you have the resources to certain things, but it's something about something in your brain is just telling you the to do outbursts attention. and do yeah. and you know what I'm saying. But the like, thing is, just, her being that way has helped her though in a way, so she probably still don't see it. Like she gonna have to literally be at the thing is she was like this before the fame so her being how she is is has been working for her even though it gives her a lot of negative feedback so it's like she's never gonna learn a lesson i ain't gonna do that yeah you're right next caller (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um dang i didn't know what i I guess that was our topic just kind of just talking about you know i know we talk a lot about people that be wanting to be put on and stuff like that but i just it's just so much. Let me tell you something. I always, always, always try to like help some of my friends get into like data and tech jobs, but they just, 
this is the problem. They see all these success stories on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram, and people getting these big offers and doing all this stuff for doing little. And they think that that same thing is supposed to happen to them. But what they're not realizing, a lot of these people are getting these boot camp certifications. They're, they have connections. They really are finessing or they are truly lying. And I mean, do what you got to do to get in there. <laughs> I'm just saying, do what you got to do to get in there. But I, they, they really, this is the problem. This is the problem I see the most when I help people with their resume. They they want the opportunity to come to them by doing a bare minimum. I mean, their resume will literally say, did data entry from eight to five. And it's like, why in the world like i'm not gonna go on too much detail here but i just need people to realize that this everything is a game and a competition yeah and that's not you know you know that's not competitive that's why you ask for somebody to do your resume but they just throw something on there and then they comply i had to delete a girl off linkedin today she was like i'm so sick of tired of getting denied i just want somebody to take a chance on me a chance is very risky you need to convince me that i that you can take like like come on can you handle the test and i, and I looked at her resume on her page and i'm like well, this is the problem she took she's been taking the same exact position every company she went to for the last seven years so she haven't showed any kind of proof of growth or the ability to acquire new skills they all say the same thing it's like well, why would they give you more when you clearly are comfortable doing what you was doing before? But I say all that to say is I just try to like tell people how to go about it. Cause I don't think that I, I don't think I got lucky. I just learned how to finesse. And I feel like since I've been allowed to work, I've been doing the same thing before college. I was finessing all my hourly retail jobs. Like I was doing the exact same thing, just on a different pay grade. I just think it's gotta be in you, not on you. I know we said it before, but I just want people to like believe in themselves and see the opportunity, but like also match that with the effort that they put into it. Cause I think the effort is what's stopping folks from getting the opportunity. Yeah, for but sure. just because somebody's talking about they getting six figures, every uh, you know, you know, on Twitter, everybody wants six figures. But in reality, when you get there, you're gonna realize it ain't no goddamn money because you the six figures got you wanting a nicer home and a nicer car and a nicer name. You taking home the same amount of money you take home before. But I think people need to get out of that mindset thinking, like, okay, I apply for this job. You can't you can't apply for administrative assistant and think that they finna give you a hundred thousand. You gotta earn it. It takes a few years in a lot of cases, but yeah I, and they just want to do easy way out now there are easy routes but you still got to finesse those two like i did <laughs> trust me i'm learning that i have to my, my uh, finessing skills that i learned in atlanta is gonna take me very far in LA, and i really <laughs> believe that because um just because i i feel like out here the reason why i moved is because i don't it's not a lot of people out here that can do dark skin and they can't really do like um like different styles on dark skin, like the stuff that they do on the light lighter girls and white women, they cannot do that on brown skin women. Yeah. And I can. And that's why I have that advantage. And so, um, and I can do it on light skin. I can do everything. I'm I'm literally well rounded. I pride myself in that. Um, but my finesse skills in Atlanta is like I said, gonna gonna is what's gonna take me far here because I know what I can do and I know what I can bring to the table confidently, but you gotta pay for that. Yeah, period. I went on your website today. I was like, oh, shoot. Well, whatever you posted about your website, I went to it. I'm like, I can't afford Draco, honey. Oh, <laughs> and that's too cheap. That's actually starter that's price. Correct. I ain't mad at it though. Get it how you live. You deserve. I'm just saying. And you can't be charging chump change when you do when you don't want chump change clients. Mm -hmm. that's Especially it. when you got the experience. You've been doing this for a long time. I made that post specifically for um somebody we'll talk about that off air but oh boy we need to wrap anyway
Yeah, I'll talk about out there. But yeah, I need some ideas on how to virtually celebrate my birthday. I was thinking about having a Zoom game night. I have a few ideas that'll keep everybody engaged. Um, I'm not doing nothing in person, will not, am not folding. That's what it is, that's what it's gonna be. So I just need some ideas on how y'all think I should celebrate my birthday um remotely and send them over to me. You can DM to me, text them to me, you know how y'all do. Uh, but yeah, let me know. Um and if you guys want to donate some money for me to buy my furniture for my apartment, let me know too. Oh wow. Not donate. You act like the people we were just talking about. <laughs> oh, Ooh. I ain't too proud. Oh, also COVID negative. Yay God. Oh Shata. Yeah, I tested, I did a home test and then oh California is just so fire that they give you um you can do a PCR test at the airport once you get off the plane. And then they give you a at-home PCR test to ship off to a company. And they give you two rapid tests to take. As soon as you, like, all of this is as soon as you get off an airplane from an international flight. Wow. All that. So um, my rapid ones are negative, but I'm a, I'm waiting on the other PCR test. And then I haven't taken the at-home PCR test. I'm, I ain't left. The, the directions specifically say don't take the test until you're able to actually go drop it off. So I ain't, I knew I wasn't leaving the house today. I don't, yeah. even, know my car, I don't even know how my car's still out Yeah, because you don't want your results to be tainted and stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't even know my car's still out there. I ain't checked on it. I just came to the house. I ain't been out since, so. I feel you. I ain't leaving out the house for the rest of the week. Either. I'm just gonna collect my paycheck and buy bed and walk your dog and walk on like a dog. Says, "Oh God, it's cold weather and walking dogs do not miss." That's why I need a backyard so I can just open door, tell her to run out there. That's the real reason. But I ain't trying to double my my mortgage just for that. Girl, you better go to pet store and get you some um the the little fake grass pad that they. Oh, you think we ain't got that? Oh, you have it. Oh, we got that, but she don't always use it. She use it when she's sick. And let's just say that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had to get it because she had her surgery and she didn't have a normal um BM. But anyway. All right, y'all, let's wrap. I don't know what this episode was about, but I hope y'all enjoyed. Um, holla at your girl. Holla at your world and a girl next week, baby. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> oh, bye.